Good evening. Welcome to Old Soul Radio. I'm your host, Professor Gable. Tonight we have a special interview. Uh, Co-hosting with me is Cy4, and our endowed guest is none other than Baghead. But for now, we're just going to hear some of Baghead's records, and then we're going to talk to him. So yeah, Old Soul Radio.
Good evening and welcome to Old Soul Radio. Like I said, our uh, special guest this evening is Baghead. Hey. hey! What's up, Baghead? What's up? How's your head? It's good. <coughs> it's good. Um, so, Baghead, you've been on the show. Hold on one second. Oh, shit. Safe. You've been on this show. Hella times, dude. You're always here. 37. 37. That's the exact number. How many shows have we had? It's <clears throat> a good question. Probably huh. like 200. I don't know. It's like one a week for two years, basically. 100. 100. How many weeks are we? 52. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I probably Dope. Like 80, so I uh, I heard that you dropped an uh, actual tape. Full of beats, bro. I did. I put out a beat tape, what bro. the fuck is up with that, bro? bro. Thirty-three, top of the hill. Thirty-three, the top of the hill. Why is it called that? Straight into it. Um. So I grew up on thirty-three Shakespeare. Um, so like the, the page. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, thirty-three Shakespeare. Uh, that was my address growing up, and then I grew up at. At um, at top of the hill, Daily City. Word. Uh, so I just kind of put the two together. Originally, I was like, I think I was gonna call it like 33 Shakespeare, and then I was gonna, I couldn't. Eventually, just like the numbers and letters came together. I think mostly, cause, or a lot of it came from um, Diego Aches, who did the artwork. He kind of just one day like. I was messing with the wordplay, and he just like sent me 33 top of the hill in a text. I was like, ooh. I like that. That's dope, so I yeah. Um, <clears throat> so top of the hill is like the neighborhood I grew up in. And it's also kind of cool. I realized this afterwards, like if you, if, you know, Muni bus lines read like 14 Mission, 24 Deviz. Yeah. So the album kind of reads like a bus line. And like the last part of the album is a bus. It's like the sounds from inside of a bus. That's fucking dope. So that kind of came... Uh, after I even thought about it And Yeah That's that's it really Just like you know Like it's just trying to The, the title is about Where I grew up What uh What is your like Sort of Connection And uh, affinity For buses It's a good question Thank you Yeah Um Done in like 102 of these episodes. So. <laughs> yeah, we just did the math. Oh, specifically Muni, you know. Mutiny? Muni. Oh, Muni. I, I, I don't give a shit about buses, but I like, it's about it's more about Muni. Um, it's just how I got around and how I still get around as someone in, in San Francisco. Is it kind of like the experiences that you have on the just buses? Like, yeah, just like seeing the people. Like, like you learn a lot about the city through being on, on a bus. Mm-hmm. The conversations, like, and good and bad, you know. Like, you see, like, ugly-ass shit on the bus, and you see beautiful-ass shit on the bus. Yeah, you see funny-ass <laughs> shit on the bus, and you drive past neighborhoods on the bus, and you're looking out the window, and I'm always listening to music on the bus, you know. So, mm-hmm. see people you know on the bus. You, like, drive past people you know who are on the street, and you don't say hi to them, but you see them, you know, like... The, just being on the bus kind of encapsulate encapsulates a lot of like being like growing up and being a part of SF. Yeah, definitely, very true. Just like you know, it's the transportation it connects this whole city, and you know, I can go on for a lot about it. But yeah, that's about it. So when did you start? Uh, like, w- 
when did you start making this uh, project and like are these beats all on purpose from well maybe that's a two-part question when did you start making this project um yeah so like as far as like yeah anyways um like seven months ago mm-hmm. i think it's kind of hard to remember like seven months ago something like so like um, it's, it's part of a story so like i think it was like six or seven months ago maybe even a little bit more me and liam mm-hmm. who goes by mcstravic also a producer from um, old soul collective and we were just driving around aimlessly uh in daily city and then to like outbound area yeah liam likes to do that. down to mission down the downtown up to excelsior and then back to my house um we just we we're just doing that just driving hella randomly and in that drive we decided like we had a conversation deciding that we were going to make tapes we were both going to make beat tapes um and like you know the idea was that we would motivate each other to do it and keep pushing and so his tape is coming out soon too and he and we had been listening to tapes in his car a lot because he at the time he had a car that had a tape player mm-hmm. and Brycon also has tapes so I think I'm not sure how the tape thing came into our mind but he was like we should make tapes I was like alright let's do it and then so that was a conversation that sparked us wanting to do a beat tape and like from that time to now there was a lot of like two weeks where you wouldn't touch the idea and then like another week there where you wouldn't touch the idea you know but like that initial conversation started the whole process of like picking out the beats um but anyways we said we make tapes and then like the next weekend we went to smart bomb and smart bomb is this event in oakland and it's they've been doing it for like five years now and it's like once a month um they just put on a showcase at legionnaire saloon just mostly beat makers but it's also very much attached to mcs and just musicians and i've seen a band there do crazy shit with like a, a turntable list and but it's definitely centered around beat makers and there was a dude who had a whole table full of tapes and like this was like one week after we had decided to make tapes so it was kind of like oh shit we just like it was kind of like serendipitous be like all right we're gonna make tapes and then a week later we find this whole entire beat scene that revolves around beat makers and tapes and tapes whatnot. so it's like, oh yeah. shit that's crazy that's us because we had been seeing like knowledge and mind design do like their live beat sets inside people's houses and bars and shit on youtube and whatnot and then we walked into Smart Bomb. It was just like happening in front of our face. Like nice. this whole, you know, so it was like <laughs> dope. super, it was really cool to like walk into that. And as far as the beats go, it's like, I did, it was more a curated project. Like I like, like the, one of the beats I have on there is from like a year ago. That's the, the, the earliest one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I really just like decided to make the beat tape and then i went through my beats and like in this last year i've definitely like found my sound like the sound is always going to be changing but like i really found something that i'm proud of and i don't think i I, like as far as like the 13 beats are on this tape like most people that i know haven't heard my sound like that sound right Like, like they know me from like they might know me from certain tracks that are on drop zone or curbside or here and there but like these right. 13 tracks be like oh that's a bag hit sound and it's a really diverse like beat that, tape yeah. where it's like there's different sounds within it but like it still kind of gives you like a pretty good clear uh, listen to what i sound like what my beat sound like what my, my, what my production is hell yeah and i just went through like i had i have hella beats so i just went through and just picked like i kind of did it off gut like i didn't like really sit there hella long and like i just like kind of picked like 15 16 and i kind of like kicked three off and i was like these are the 13 mm-hmm. i'm gonna order them some way 
the order was kind of like based off my gut too i kind of just like i'm gonna do this this and this and i kind of just stuck with it and with a couple of different changes yeah and that's it yeah good shit dude how do you like how do you like fill out the vibe for like the order of it that you put it in that's what i mean because i went by my gut like i feel you like i kind it's it's for one is super sonic right like sonically yeah. that's how the order yeah. kind of like that's like the foundation of it is like how does this beat sound going into that beat going yeah, the into transitions that beat. are like and and then that's when the transitions come into play like once i have like the general vibe or like the, this like the gen, like once i had the list ready yeah that's when i started figuring out like oh how am i going to go from this beat to that beat that's when i started adding like the mumia samples and the asada shakura samples and yeah. like the mac dre samples and the weird seagull sounds and I decided. Oh, like, I love that shit. And then, like, a lot of that, a lot of the, a couple of the songs have, like, outros are just, like, it's just, like, 13 seconds of the song, you know? Yeah. Um, that came after I had the beat supported. Cool. So you kind of, like, kind of, like, put the foundation down, then built yeah. on top of it. That's exactly. dope. Yeah. Do, do you feel like, um, do you feel like doing this project makes you, uh, makes you more, like, able to, like, create? projects from now on yeah i was thinking on my way here is like this is like another first step for me you know yeah from someone's point of view it's like oh this is his first project from my point of view it's like i've done a lot of shit at this point and like it's like you know i've been making beats for like five or six years like five years and like i never saw myself putting out a beat tape and like really you know, I, yeah like it did like I, maybe i did think about it but i don't have a clear memory of me being like in high school like i can't wait to put on my it was just like right i'm gonna put beats on people's projects and i hope my name gets known so like the idea of putting out my own voice like especially creating my voice without speaking like that was something that's really cool to me that's dope and i like that yeah that's um, hella dope so i feel like this project did that well and like it kind of got me used to like the idea of like speaking through beats yeah even though every beat is me speaking in a sense but like putting a project together does it more so right and so yeah definitely i'm all, I'm like i'm definitely thinking about more projects and just working more in general on music dope and yeah doing this first project kind of solidifies that like solidifies my commitment more so to being a musician and like word that's tight dude um do you feel like uh you're always gonna make tapes no i actually thought about that i'm not sure i mean i think i kind of like the idea of tapes um this is far what do you mean like would i make cds something like that yeah yeah i mean i would I just, <laughs> if, it's, if the issue is like people having access to it it's like look you can listen to it on apple music spotify and all that shit for free it's just like right. if you want a physical copy what i have is cds i mean i get it if like you want to play in your car but like i just feel like most people can plug in their aux cord or bluetooth like, yeah that being said like i have thought about making cds it's just like i think i like how tapes look better than cds yeah know? tapes are way as cooler. a producer that's got to be kind of a thing right where like it's actual tape yeah i mean it's a beat tape <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like, so, like it just looks it just like a cd is cool but like I, visually it's like something about holding the tape it looks better in the hands the way it folds yeah, the out art the looks dope. Spine, right. it's like the spine i don't know yeah it does this, look sick like that. for me personally visually i just like how tapes look better but definitely not opposed to making cds that's just a matter of money you know for sure yo i got i got a question yeah do you do you ever think you would ever like actually like be able to do like a live set where you play the beats live and shit like all like the whole set the whole beat tape yeah hell yeah yeah. Dude, you should do that. You should definitely do that, bro. Yeah, we gotta figure. Out, I should figure out something. Those smart bomb people should just have you do that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you hear that smart bomb, people? Those <laughs> 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 good folks, man. They're hella tight. I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I just met them. Um, now, I have some other questions. Uh, <laughs> and it begins. Um, if you could make an album for anyone, like that, not that you know, though, you know what I mean? More like someone like that you might listen to or something. It's like one artist, you're producing the whole album, working on the concept in the studio, you know what I mean? All that. And it's not, it, it, but they can't be like, it has to be like a new artist. A new artist? Yeah. Like a younger person? You yeah. Mean? Okay. <laughs> who, who would it be? Yeah, who would it be? And talk into the mic, because you look like the big Lebowski right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Can I get, can you like, can we come back to that question so I can like... Nope. All right, well, then it's going to be some like dead air for a little bit. So he's like creating an album with yeah. a, with a new artist, and it's twenty four songs. Twenty four short word. That's pretty good. Uh, good oh, amount really, of songs. It's there. gotta be someone that you really it's think hard you to could like, like spend time. Yeah, with Yeah, no, shit. it's hard to think. I mean, like off tops, like I, I thought of Mick Jenkins. Oh yeah, there you go, bro. Um, he would be good. That would be fucking shit sick yeah. as shit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you should make that happen. Um, I fuck with Mick Jenkins, bro. Be cool to work with like, this is just because I have a crush on her. George, you know who Georgia Smith is? No, I'm definitely in love with her. Who's that? She's like this uh, garage UK singer. She's a garage. <laughs> a garage. I don't. I forgot. It's like it's a genre of music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. Georgia Sorry, Smith Georgia. is all. It'd be cool to work with like a, a woman who sings, because uh, like I wanted to say Erica Badu. I'd be tight. Tight. But that's a little older. Um, I can just go on You know what I mean Like Right Freddie Gibbs would be sick <laughs> That'd be crazy Yeah I don't know So what do you think um, What do you think is like The message of this album Yeah <sighs> That one's hard bro uh, That's a really Yeah That Yeah um, Keep in mind there's no raps or word or like vocal explanation. Right. This is why it's good to talk about it because like, well, for one, it's you know it's on the surface level, it's definitely just meant to make you feel something. You know, right. As any music is, you know. Right. So, like, I've had people hit me up like, yo, like I've been like two people hit me up. They're like, yo, it's I've been using it to study. I'm like, cool. That's what's up. Uh, Thanks. Sick. I appreciate that. And like, you know, I've been listening to it on repeat. That's cool. But like, one person said they hit me up. And or they told me that they were listening to my album hella much while they're having a con like, they hit me up saying like, yo, I was, I'm I've been listening to your tape. And then on Instagram they had they had this long ass post about how they had this conversation with their friend about life and they've been going through it and they started crying and then like the whole time we were listening to back his mixtape. So I was like, oh, that's, that's dope. As so fuck. shit like that. It's like I wanted it to make you feel something and let it be like you know some like, if it can evoke emotion in you, make you think about certain things. That's cool. From a per and then like I think the reason I wanted to do that because it was it was you know it's a super personal project right. and like obviously without words you don't always get that idea but I feel like it does shine through like I've talked about this a lot with y'all like I think my beats are most often like a like the sound of it gives this balance of pain and hope mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah <clears throat> and I've been going through a really tough time like this last 
almost a year now I've been dealing with like anxiety and like uncovering things that I didn't know I was dealing with from like childhood and all sorts of shit and I think that really shined through on, on these tracks um me too um, just like as far as like on the on the basis of like just how this shit sounded like the first song like there's some pain in that song but it also is kind of hopeful and there's a prettiness yeah. to that song especially the second part of that beat you know um it's, and then so the reason I call it 33 Top of the Hill was like originally, like, th- originally like thinking back to a time when I was young mm-hmm. and I wasn't so caught up in like the external world and then how that external world affected me as well as how like, beca- like you know, as, a, as like a 20 year old, tw- like, you know, as like a young, per- like a young adult, like you're becoming hyper aware of what it means to be yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, you might be super judgmental. You might be struggling with that. And when you're, you're a seven year old, eight year old, you're just like, not to say you don't understand struggle, but you're more, um, innocent, you're more innocent and you're more at peace. I think, you know, like not every seven year old is at peace. And I don't, I wasn't always at peace, but like there was, there was more, there's more of a, a more vibe of being at peace. But I think about that time of like seven to 14 growing up in this house where like things were simpler, you know? Right. And just remembering that that sh- shit still exists within you. Like you still have that peace within you and you can still tap mm. into that, especially when things are like really fucked up. Um, that's part of it. Um, the, the album was about trying to get my personal feelings out as well as so like my personal feelings as far as like how do how am i feeling as an individual going through what i'm going through mm-hmm. and also like how do i feel about the world that's why i have like mumia samples on there that's why i have like asada shakur on there is like because i think my objective world and my subject like the way i the way i feel day by day dealing with things that happened to me directly yeah. is super connected to what's going on in the world around me yeah. and my ancestry and whatever whatever like it's all very connected so I was trying to speak to those um, realities without speaking and using people's voices and using sounds and whatnot. that's why yeah, I think yeah. once again like pain and hope is like a really good embodiment of what or like a really good like a, like a vocal res- or like a re- representation of what that album means to me yeah um, yeah, definitely. definitely. Dope. Hey, good job on the album too. Yeah, dude. for real. It's really good. Thanks. Shit's yeah, dope. I definitely felt all that. Should we? Should we listen to? Yeah, I'm down to go song by song. Right, I think too, you want to go on, song by song? I can, I can, do it like I can that. speak on song. Bro, songs. I love doing that Let's shit. Do that. I can speak on song. I wish I brought my computer. All right, let's just do it real quick. Do what? First listen song. to the songs. Yeah, yeah. Music. You wish you brought your computer because. Well, I can talk about the samples. Like I don't know off tops like what who I sampled and whatnot, but most of the shit is really cutty. Oh yeah. Don't you want to keep Most. it cutty? Yeah, whatever. Not all of it's hella cutty, but some of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Got this tape out, bro. Turn on channel four. This is next. Baby, <laughs> 
That was next, right? NXT. NXT. Yeah, next. next. Okay, so talk about that one a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I guess first the title is just called Next. Um, just like uh, the idea is moving on, like all right, like making peace with what happened. You mm-hmm. know, I think a lot of my anxiety was me getting caught up in like being judgmental about myself and certain things and how I saw myself. Right. So saying Next, like all right. People make mistakes. Let's move on and try to do better. Right. Like and, what now? You know, and not like forget about what you did that was wasn't right. Or it's not. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like yeah. I fucked up hella tough and nothing like that. It's just like right. you know, you want to be a better person when you start seeing yourself in certain. Like oh, I wasn't really happy with how I was doing certain things. You know. Definitely. You can get hard on yourself. So I was like, and also a lot of I don't really know how I was feeling when I first made that beat. You know what I mean? I don't know how I felt when I put this track on. This is how I'm feeling about it now. You know. Yeah. I, but I do think. It's it rings true what I how I felt at the time right, yeah. especially what I'm and then like how I how I came out of it. So next is like being like all right, I'm making this next step. I'm making this project. I'm putting this out. Um, I'm being becoming this person that I want to be. Um, yeah, dope. Yeah, know? I mean obviously when it comes down to the beat, it's just like however you take it. But if you're gonna ask me personally, that's what that beat makes me think of, um, especially with the title. Um, I think there was something else. I think it's about it. I mean, like, it's the intro. I mean, a lot of this shit is like me talking to myself and me talking to the world. And so, like, that sample throughout the whole shit is like, baby. So, like, I'm like talking to my, like, baby, talking to me. Like, it's okay, man. You know? Oh, yeah, relax. And and me talking. And then also talking to the world, like, also in pain, like, what the fuck, baby? Like, shit. Right. Damn, that's sick. Yeah, Um, that's hella dope. And then there's like the second part of the beat that sounds a little less intense. It's like, do, 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 do. Um, I forgot. It's kind of like the sedative. It's like, you know, it's like... That's the, the, the whole part. It's like, it's okay. It's, you know, it's like the happier part of things. Yeah. It's like, all right, yeah, it's not always so like... Pain and hope, bro. Oh, it's that nice. pain and hope. It's like, look, like Malik Dion released a project some time ago and there's one line on... Like the whole project is really deep and intense and then there's this yeah, one song on there that's more light, 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 like it has a lighter vibe mm-hmm. and he's like, shout out to Malik Dion, by the way. Um, his line is, uh, yeah, it's only life, man. Take it kind of light. So just like that's that part of the beat. It's like... Definitely, you know, think on things and feel these things and don't push them aside, but don't like get caught up in trying to figure it all out in exactly. one go. You know, yeah. like, you figure things Definitely. out as you go. And, Very yeah. dope. For sure. Yep. Right on. All right, so this next track is Sin Air. Sin Aire. Which Sin means with, Aire, without gas. Yeah, no, without air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, here we go. I used to be underrated. I'm more concentrated. Mama always told me, you're one in the million.
<laughs> this is live from vinyl, y'all. Real shit. Sin air. Sin air. Sin air. Sin air. Without, the track's called Sin Aire, which means Sin without Sin Aire. Without air, Dude. without breath. That's kind of I think how I understood it. So Definitely in Spanish because I sampled a Spanish uh, a Latin joint. Um, I think it was like a salsa joint, or it was I forgot what it was. Salsa um, joint. Well, it was like I, it was like salsa, or it might have been like. That's weed. Know. Yeah. <laughs> definitely weed. I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what you just said, bro. Right. Um, that's a dope beat. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. That's like definitely one song. of the more, like, that one's super influenced by Brycon. I think that kind of shines through. Like, his Word. production style was definitely it's just like a loop, you know, and then crazy sounds going on around it. <laughs> uh, the snare click kind of reminds me of his shit. Did um, you play it for him? I don't know. Yeah, he heard, I think he said the whole thing. Um, but I don't think I told him that. Uh, that one. I mean, it starts off with um. Uh, I used to be underrated. That's um. Fuck, I forgot his name. We're from the Fugees. That's Wyclef. Yeah, Wyclef. My bad. Um, <laughs> Wyclef from the Fugees. I had that shit in acapella. Like once again, like that's just me going with my gut. Like I was just like going through my records, and I had a fucking Fugees acapella. I I listened to it. I was like, all right, I can make this. I heard certain things that stood out to me. I was like, I'm doing that. So. And I cut I cut up the verse, so it's, that's not how his verse actually actually is. But it, um, what I made it say, say was, uh, I used to be underrated, I'm more concentrated. Mama used to tell me, you're one in a million. So like, just the feeling of being overlooked and not seen, especially musically wise. Like this is me, like being like, look, I have hella fucking beats. This is just thirteen of them. They're all fucking fire. Like, fuck anyone who doesn't like any of my beats. Fuck anyone who thinks I'm not doing enough shit. Like, it's kind of like a fuck you to anyone who's not it's coming in swinging. You know what I mean? I'm like. Bro, it's, it's, I feel you. It's a pretty you, bro. big fuck you, you know, to anyone who's like ever had any kind of thought about ill about me. Uh, at the end of the day, it makes sense. Like everyone has these thoughts about people, especially artists. But um, <laughs> that's just like fuck you. But I understand. I get it. But like, still <laughs> fuck you. You know what I mean? Like I have like, or more than that, it's like like it's just me being like I have hella shit and I'm really fucking good and I'm super original and I know that for myself and I just and I and, you know and I also want to be seen for that hell yeah so like, that's me yeah, being like underrated but I'm more concentrated like I'm like cause last summer was the first time first time I was like I'm gonna sit down and make this many beats each month and I did that and that's where a lot of these beats came from and then that continued throughout the year which is harder to do because once you're doing schoolwork it's hard to make that much music but I was still kind of kept on it um, and that's where like that sound kind of came out of like um, yeah for sure. And then the mama part, like mama always told me you're one of the million, like being like I'm unique, and my mom always kind of told me that I was unique, and she always kind of had high hopes for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's part of it too, and that's really all there is to that song. It's just like it's hard hitting. It's tight. Sin Dope. Sin aire. Yeah. All right. Cool. No, let's oh yeah, without air. That's why. Just like this feeling of. Egg- and once again, like I all these beats be were made under- during the time when I was kind of going through it, and I still kind of am. But like, 
just this feeling of being like oh like i feel like without breath like you feel like suffocated and you feel like you're out of life you know i feel it yeah. hell yeah yeah so I feel you bro all right should we go to skipping yeah this is called skipping by baghead <laughs> for sure i have no memory of why i named it that <laughs> it sounded like you were on like some really good heroin when you made that <laughs> there is like a super low yeah. moving vibe to that shit it's like i don't know um what's behind that one bro i think what's pretty cool about the project is like each beat has this feel to it right mm-hmm. and then once i had the beat and i had the order that's when i put these vocal samples on mm-hmm. and the vocal samples was me trying to like verbalize what that beat represented to me so i can kind of like explain the beat through what vocal samples and what little things i did to it so like that's chuck d um in the very beginning saying like um um i ain't got i got nothing to lose um so once again similar to like the whole scene i did just like you know just like coming out being like you don't have much to lose so just put yourself out there you know and and show people your shit and fuck it 
And then, like, on the personal level, it's like, fuck it, you're tripping out right now, but just keep doing it because, you know, that's just yeah. what life is, you know? Hell yeah. You got nothing to lose, so just keep going through it and find out what comes out of it. Keep skipping. Um, keep skipping, man. Then there's, like, that woman singing, like, ba- at the very end, too, like, baby sister, turn away. Um, I just had a baby sister. I had a baby. I've I have my, I got a baby sister now. She's like five. Hey. She's like five months old. Um, so during that, like she wasn't born yet at the time I, when I made that shit. When I made this project and when I made the beat, or when I was working on the project and when I made the beat. So I was like, kind of like you know, like exposing some of my shame. And I was like, I wanted to be like this. You know, I want to be this like role model for my sister, like this person who's like a strong person, right? But then see myself, you know, fucking not okay, you know, mentally, is you want your sister to not look away from me. Like, don't look at me. Like, I'm ashamed of what I'm going through right now. And I feel differently about it now, but at that time, that's how I felt. And then also, talking about the world and whatnot, it's like, I want my sister to be okay. And I kind of wanted to turn away from this world a little bit, but not fully, but just like... Just like that energy of being like, damn, like this is my little sister growing up in this world, and it's a really fucked up world. And just kind of talking about that in the beat. Nice word. Right on. Shout out yeah, to awesome. his little sister. What's his name? What's her name again? Ella. 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 <laughs> What's up, Ella? Um. All right. So this next song is called Duel. 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 Sweet soul sounds, soul sounds, my soul, my soul. Well, okay. Sweet soul sounders, turn my soul. Uh, uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Let's try one of the spotters. This tune is different. It's different. It's different. That song again? It's called Duel. Oh shit! I don't even remember what the fuck I was thinking when I named that song. Um, I don't got much to say about that one. That one's just, you know, it's a vibe. Sounds cool. I like it a lot. I dig it. Definitely that pain, hope thing again. 
Um, but <laughs> I'm getting tired of talking after every song, so we're going to take a smoke break. I don't smoke weed, Dad. I know you're listening. Uh, I don't smoke weed in the past. I don't smoke weed either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I also don't um, smoke weed. <laughs> but I did smoke weed because I'm cool. <laughs> 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 um, so what do you think about weed before we I get think into it's it? Cool. I mean, it's I definitely great. think it's tight. Feel it's fucking great. I just I don't smoke it right now. If but, you smoke it right now, would it be fun? Uh, wouldn't be that bad, but I just I'd rather not. You know what I mean? Right. Um, How long has it been since you smoked weed? Holy shit! Like, like fourteen uh, days. Like nah, bro. It's like ten, almost ten months. Fuck. Something like that. Nine, ten months. <sighs> ten uh, hours June. is a long time when, for me. When the fuck was June? Like ten months ago. Right, <laughs> right before July. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Right after May. I think it was June. I don't know. Last June. So that's eleven um, months. I support weed though. Smoke weed. All right, well, we're going to go smoke some weed and play the rest of the album. And when we come back, we're going to ask Satchel more, uh, ask Baghead more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Government names. I still can't believe it. At
If we ignore their struggle, we are ignoring our own. If we betray our living history, then we are betraying ourselves. Let us carry on our tradition to freedom. Americans have computers in school, dozens of TV stations, and the most aggressive news media on earth. Does that mean they're better informed? Hardly. Thank you. 
And that was 33 Top of the Hill by Bad Kid. Hey, hey, that was dope. <clears throat> Thank so, you. So, yeah. Right on. Yeah. So, Seth, you have some notes? Yeah, I got a couple of things I want to talk about All just right. to get it, because since we're recording this, it'd be cool to just remember what I was thinking at the time. Um, I definitely, as I was talking about before, like, this was like a platform for me to talk about my personal, like, you know, as far as talking goes, it's more about um, creating like a representation of what I was going through on a personal level as well as how I understood like the society and the city that we're living in, like the uh, like the inside and outside experiences I have. So I kind of like, the reason I put Mumia on there and I had Asada Shakur talking about Mumia and when I had Mumia on there, the beat it was on was Swear and that's like a really like, it really feels like that that um that beats on like pills or it's drunk, it's like a super swingy, it's it's like the, the sample are, are vibes, so right? It's like right. A, yeah, a vibey sound. Like no, I feel that a vibey sound. So it has that kind of vibe to it. Right. And he's talking about how like um, the samples I the, the cuts I used were was him talking about like American media, how it's not a tool to educate us, it's a tool to entertain us. He talks about how in general as like a society we don't think about um, the happenings of the world because we're yeah. taught not to think about that. So this uh, this like this feel that like as a people we're super like drugged out in general like right. we don't think about <clears throat> others feel me we don't think about the I mean obviously we do right but like as a general rule like we're more we're more like trained and taught to, like just think about ourselves right stay on your grind fuck what don't even think you know like you know what I mean like the idea like you don't even know what's happening in fucking South uh, Africa right now you feel yeah. or you don't know what's happening in Nicaragua right now people right. are being like gunned down by their governments but we don't think about that kind of shit so I just use it as a platform to kind of like talk about that idea you know mm -hmm. and if people yeah. took it listened to that and heard it dope if not then I hope they enjoyed the beat you know yeah. um, just more on that note like I have like I looked up um, I was looking for examples again like uh, people talking so I looked up on YouTube I looked up uh, youth protests in San Francisco mm. and the only thing like there was a couple of things that came up but there's only like three options and one of them was uh, a protest from <clears throat> 10 years ago where um, it was their protest like, these youth were protesting against ice raids the same way we're doing now and Juana was in it so shout out Juana I took, hey, I, I took Juana. her I took a part of her saying like um, we've had it we've had it uh, I forgot what she said she said um, we've tried everything we tried asking and then just, I mean, she said more shit but I just cut it right there um, just trying to like give a representation of like Frisco young people being angry right. inside of Frisco and I got another woman saying like um, they shouldn't be pushing youth they shouldn't be push pushing youth out of the city they should be welcoming them I just put that in there just once again to be like really plain and simple about what I was trying to say like mm -hmm. yeah, like it's a beat dope. tape but I'm also like a person who lives in the city and this is what I see is like they're pushing people out of the city especially kids and they shouldn't be doing that they mm -hmm. should be welcoming them at least from my perspective they should be doing that and then back to the personal level just about me going through whatever I've been going through and on the last song which is called Serial Question Mark I'm not really sure what I was thinking when I did that either I think it was <laughs> I was going through food anxiety at that point and I was like I guess I'll eat cereal what's that? Um, it's like based, so the first time I had an anxiety attack last summer was when I didn't eat any food and I smoked weed mm -hmm. and then I tripped out and then from that point on like I had this obsession with I had like I created this like linkage between food and anxiety. So if like I didn't eat, 
I'd be like, shit, I'm gonna freak out. Or right. I would freak out, you feel me? So I had this whole fucking fear of that kind of shit. So, like, mornings were super tough because I didn't know what to fucking eat and I felt shitty and didn't want to eat or something like that. So I I think the reason I named it that shit was, like, cereal question mark. Like, I'm, I'm going to eat cereal, eat I guess. Cereal? Really? <laughs> cereal? It's also the end cereal? of, it's like the end of the, the beat tape and it kind of, you know, I... I didn't mean it for this to happen, but like something I thought of after the fact is how like Jay Dilla's um, album Donuts, yeah. how the beginning is called outro and the ending is called intro, and he mm. made that shit knowing that he was gonna pass away soon. Uh. And not not that I'm in any similar situ- situation, but th- this idea of like <laughs> the, the begin like the beginning is the end, like the last shall be the first, like this idea of like once you begin something new, like it's the beginning of something. So I'm like I'm ending the fucking album by beginning my fucking day by eating cereal. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, That's dope. As but fuck. in that fucking song, I have a fucking Slum Village sample. Shout out to Jay Dilla, who's a producer for Slum Village of. I think it's T3. I'm not sure. Either T3 Bartino himself saying this is the moment mm-hmm. and just the idea of like, let's just live in this moment as well as thinking about the past and whatnot, but just like, this is the moment. And I just kept repeating that in the song like a couple, like, you know, seven, eight times just mm-hmm. to reiterate that message of just living in the moment. I got another sample of theirs. It's just, it's um Ray Love saying four, the four, one, five. Yeah. Just once again, being plain about, about my shit is like this album is kind of representation of the, the fact that I think about SF a lot and then the last vocal sample is on the on the beat tape is this woman saying like I don't think they realize and that has to do with back to what I was talking about with the Mumia shit but also on the personal shit it's like I feel like on the societal shit is like I don't think people realize that we're living in a time where like we can have a lot of agency over what happens next but we've kind of been taught not to give a shit not to think about it mm-hmm. to sit away from it and then on a personal level it's like we're really individualistic and we judge people a lot and like we don't think about like maybe that fool was going through some shit or right like, or like in just in i don't even know how, like, how i really meant it or what I, you know like just to be more peaceful with how you see other people because a lot of times i think we hate on other people when it's like if you zoom out it's like look we're all just fucking people and we right. should make a better effort to get along otherwise we're just going to keep going down the path we've been going down you know definitely and that's the definitely, last bro. message of the beat tape Right on. Hell yeah, man. Just a question about all that. What do you think... So you're talking about like living in the moment. What do you think is like the significance of that being an artist? Uh, when you make music, it's like you're putting that part of you um, on into a physical reality. And that shines through to anyone that listens to it or looks at your art. And they can learn from that. It's just, you know, being true to yourself. If you're living in the moment, you're just being, you. the idea is you're being true. I think that's how I understand it. Like, if you're living in the moment, you're just like, I don't know, shit. Um, what am I trying to say? You're not, like, <laughs> trying to make something happen for it. You're not, like, sulking about something that happened in the past or, like, trying <laughs> that, to control yeah, what's happening. Like, in yeah, I mean, there's the a lot to that. Set. Like, there's a lot to it. Right. living in the moment but I guess for the artist it's just like you know what Nina Simone talked about is like it's the artist's job to represent the times that we're living in and like that can mean once again both the fucking societal you know ills as well as like um, the emotional ills and like mm-hmm. you're speaking on that fact right then and that has the, the power to help someone out teach someone something to help yourself you know what I mean so I feel living it, yeah. in the moment has a, has a power to it Word, I got a kind of a many question. Oh shit! So like, <laughs> I, 
When you like picture for this album, right? When you like the first thing that comes to mind when you picture somebody listening to it, who do you picture? <coughs> yeah, yeah. Who like right, like off top when you think about other people listening to your music? Who do you picture? Could be like a type of person, could be a specific person, or just you know what I mean. I mean, at this point, it's people in the bay. You know, right? Yeah, it's uh, people in the bay, and I think people like who like fuck with me, who are, like are my family at this point. Um, other beat makers, other producers. I think the people it'll mean the most to is like people who are close to me, and who like resonate with that sound. Like you know, it's a really like intense yet emotional, beautiful. Hard ass sound, you know. Yeah. So if they resonate with that vibe, then they'll listen to it. You know, Dope. With like that kind of sound. So like, if you were like on like a, if you had like a like were to be part of like a fucking playlist on Spotify, right? Like at the radio mixes they have or whatever. Right. Like, what channel would you think your shit would pop up on? I think my shit like I want to say lo-fi, but when you look at lo-fi like YouTube channels and Spotify shit, like the shit is like. Very, very like chill jazz hops. No, nah, I feel you, but I'm saying like, what artist radio oh. station would you would it? I mean, would you, like would Dilla, Madlib, Doom. That's good company. Those, yeah, those knowledge, are all dope as fuck. Knowledge and shit like that. You okay. know, like a lot of beat makers, yeah. producers. That's what's up. Well, um, that's the goal. Well, what other uh, what other projects are you working on as Baghead? Oh shit! Besides Thirty Three Top of the Hill. Um. Well, you and me got a project. Mm-hmm. And Professor Gable have an EP that's coming out. Hey. Um. What's it called? It's called the. <laughs> My room. It's like the, needs the title is like definitely one thing, but there's different ways of going about it. I think it's called <laughs> My Room. My needs room. Light bulbs. What the fuck does that mean? I thought it was like. So you said what? What do you say? Well, wasn't it My Room Needs Light? My Room Needs New Light Bulbs. See, I thought it was like My Rooms Need New Light Bulbs. My rooms need new, new light, light bulbs. bulbs. Like more know. than one room. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Something like that. My room, new light bulbs. My room. TBA. My We're just room. trying to figure out where to put the S. Yeah. That's that's not that's that. Really we it. got all the other letters yeah. like set in their position. Yo, can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. yeah. So how many tracks is it going to be first? About it less than ten, but more than two. Okay. <laughs> it's an EP though. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Of course. All right, cool. Is there? Yeah. All right, that's all. No, yeah. Ask another question. Well, how long did it take you guys to make it? Are you done with it? How far? That's it's another. It's like the same way I went about this project. It's more of like a a curated project. Where like, there's one song on there that you're on. I am. You're on that. You know that song that you and Sam and Morris did. Oh yeah, circles or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So like that song was recorded like over a year ago, right? Over a year ago. So like that's long ass time ago. There's also a song that he recorded like month ago a month and a half ago so okay so kind of what i was asking is when the fuck is it going to be released oh shit <laughs> soon <laughs> are you fucking serious you less fucking than a year it? but more than a week it's a pretty good you know in the span of time that's a pretty like specific time period it could have been like between 1970 and 1987 Less than a year, but more than a he week. He couldn't have said that, but yeah, he could have. You know what I mean? Oh, between between <laughs> Sam, bro. Yeah. All right, what other projects are you working on? 
Oh, Watershed. The Watershed. Water, hey. The Watershed is May a, a collective of Frisco hip-hop artists. Uh, Old Soul Collective is a huge part of it and will become more a part of it as more projects from us come out. Um, I got one beat on the project. It's a the it's like a it's a Bry Connolly crypto project with a lot of gable, a lot of pause, a lot of monk, and a beat, and a couple of beats from different people in the bay. And that's dropping May eighth on Tuesday. You feel me? But we also opened for people under the stairs last night. And, and we murdered crack. that shit. We opened for people on the <laughs> stairs yesterday. murdered that shit. Me, Liam, and Brycon were doing live beat shit. It yeah. Was, it was cool. It was all happening. Yeah. I think I saw someone levitate <laughs> over there. <laughs> levitate, levitate, levitate. Yeah. yeah. But, um... Sick. Okay, so... Got some new projects coming out. Um, Roland, what do you, uh... What do you think about beats... <laughs> Just in general Hey when I want to get in the shows for free I say I make them <laughs> You do? <laughs> I've done it once or twice I could definitely see you doing some shit like that <laughs> Now Baghead Since this is your interview Can you tell me about what you're wearing right now? Oh. <laughs> I'm wearing a vinyl attire jacket oh, nice. Made by You <laughs> Where'd you get it? Uh, I got it from the source. Oh shit! And, and extraction. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about like uh, entrepreneurism in in terms of like how you go about your art and stuff? Me personally. What do you just what do you think, think about all that? I think um, being an entrepreneur is tight. Just don't start a fucking tech company. You fucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, do a do a cool tech company that keeps track of how many like techies there are, placement there is, or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> Wish. <laughs> Make an app murdering the shitty ones. Um. Hey, Drew, Drew, step to one of the mics. Yo, yo. I think being an entrepreneur is tight. This idea of that, of like being your own business and making moves by yourself and finding your own resources and making your own connections to support yourself and those around you. Definitely. Especially when it comes to art, because that's like, that's basically being an independent artist is being an entrepreneur. That's like dope. Making your own moves and making your platform grow through the work you've done and the connections you have. And also... Uh, being a part of a movement I think is a pretty big entrepreneur kind of thing or it could be I mean obviously there's there's certain parts of being an entrepreneur where you're really by yourself yeah but I think a really cool part of being an entrepreneur is like you're as far as artist goes and being an independent artist is like you are, you get to work with those or you can make the decision to work with those around you who are in the same community and doing similar things do you see yourself um, growing another arm for, uh, so to speak you know what I mean like <laughs> like you what? Make <laughs> what what the fuck like you know making something like producing things besides music for money or um, you know I've mean? been getting my camera mm-hmm. filming photography um, that's not really for money I mean that could be nah not really I mean making uh, being an event planner you know, okay. like curating events I, I like that yeah I like that aspect of things I'm really more about making a movement and playing my role inside of the movement that I see growing right um, that I'm really excited about and like 
you know being myself in it and like being a producer and being a beat maker and being part of osk and having osk be in that but like mm-hmm. how do we like create these connections between other artists in the in sf and oakland and the bay and past the bay you feel me like mm-hmm. but most importantly the bay is like how do we make the bay like be recognized like 10 years from now like, and, like i want to be able to go like 10 years in the future and look back like damn like those people were really doing this shit and yeah. it's recorded and you can look back on it and they really did all that shit yeah and it was dope as fuck and that person knew that person they did that show and then t- two years later they were doing that shit you know like, yeah that's what i want to be able to that's back dope yeah. can, can i ask a question yeah yeah What's, Wait, who's your, what's your name, bro? This is uh, Trucifer95. Oh, Checking in. Follow my Instagram, at bro. Trucifer95. Trucifer95. His full bro. name. Uh, it's like Lucifer, but Drew instead of Lou. Oh, shit. I see what you did there, bro. Um, so, Baghead, you and I, we went to high school together. So throwing it back really And quick. I might add, you're both wearing the same jackets. Yeah, shout out Vinyl Attire. All right. Looking Thank clean. You. Um, yeah, it's just words. So, Baghead. You were you were in the band department at Soda, is that correct? I was in the band department. And what, what instrument did you play? I was a percussionist. Percussionist, so I'm just I curious. Timpanies, triangle, xylophone, vibraphone, fucking like bass drum, yeah. snare, fucking fucking glockenspiel, vibraphone. fucking vibraslap. Vibraslap? Oh, I play some drum sets sometimes. Some kinky more shit. Timpani, yeah. More timpani, more triangle. Hell of shit. Okay, so my, my question is... I was whack. I was, I was good. How much do you feel like, if at all, did your classical training at Soda influence your, your beat making and your, your work you're doing now? Man. Great question. Thank especially you. from a Soda kid. Thank I feel you. like maybe some of like the, the music theory stuck with me. Okay. Just in my, I don't... Not, not so much being able to like read music or at all, just like sonically. Just I, like the I way. can hear when things are in tune mm-hmm. or in key. But I think... If you have an ear, you have an ear. I think so. Maybe being around hella music. You know? But I think more than that is like, so when I was like six, I started playing drums with Loco Bloco. That's like a um, youth program that had kids working with like Afro-Brazilian styles of music and dance. So like I was like playing in a bateria from like a super young ass age. And that made me want to drum. And that's when I got in the drum set, like playing drum kit and doing like rock and shit. And then that made me take drum lessons and that's when i started playing jazz drums and shit like that and that's what made me want to go to soda and that's when i went to soda so local bloke was a huge part of me having like rhythm and like you know having a groove and shit right long term long time coming do you feel like if you didn't go to soda you would still make beats I mean, question. like that's, a, that's that's really I don't maybe not, you know I don't really. The reason I started making beats is because my friend Nick Fowler, um, who I was hanging with all the time at that point, like in junior year, he bought a machine. Right, I remember and that. We I I learned to use it because he had it, and we became beat makers together. But I was always using his shit, and then eventually I bought my own shit like a year later. Yeah. So. I think you could also argue that. Just if you took away those those four years, yeah, just like, like that's you know, such a formative and like, time. Yeah, being a, like, maybe I would have been a beat maker, but OSK wouldn't have been. You know, it just changes like, everything. Or it would have been something else, but I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, Minnesota like, was super critical to who I am right now. What? It's super critical to who I am right now. Right, based right, off right. who I met and what I, you know, what happened. Definitely. What do you think? Um, what kind of role do you think like 
sex plays and making beats? Um, not that big a role. Really? I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> not I mean, at I all? guess I look forward to like showing off, like when like a pretty woman to see my beats. I'm like, oh, that's tight. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But that's not really sex. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> it plays like, a yeah, pretty minimal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a pretty. Like, I haven't like. It's a pretty minimal role, if at all. I would say, I don't know, bro. That's what you'd say. I mean, I guess I, you know, like any fucking dude or most men, like a lot of men, like to show off their fucking skills to women. So like, it's fun to be like seen as a dope fucking artist by attractive women and dope women. So. I, well, I hate to break it to you, but uh, I'm just playing. Drew, uh, <laughs> Drew, have you heard Satchel's beat tape? I have. Really? I, uh, yeah. I, oh, I, nice. I saw him shamelessly self-promoting all over Instagram, as he should be. Yeah, no shame. No shame, no, no shame. shame. I'm, just, I'm just talking That's about That's what you do. Shit. No, no, and so I clicked on the SoundCloud link and uh, sat there and listened to some, some, some beats, and it was fucking fire. How, what did you feel when you were listening to it? Or what were you doing? Well, I was up at the I was up at my, my work up at the river. So oh, you were at like, the river, I was damn. up at the river, That's yeah. What's up. That's cool, you play my shit at the river. But yeah, so I was just walking around, like, getting work done, kind of listening to it on my headphones like cleaning and shit oh so I mean, you had it in your headphones so yeah. it was right in your ears it was right in my ears so honestly honestly I need to listen to it again I think my sonic waves are deeply imprinted in your brain it's, it's true at least when it comes to sweeping so what, were, what, did, what did the album make you feel did it make you feel like a balance of pain and hope um you know honestly I, I can't I can't really answer that because I just don't feel like I listened hard enough it was kind of just like a first kind of cursory introductory listen you know what I mean so I gotta I got give it another run through or two Dope. probably get really stoned and do it that's do you, I, do you recommend people get i recommend stoned? getting like if you like to smoke weed uh yeah it's probably a really good beat tape to listen to really high hell yeah i also think i mean i'm hella happy when people listen to it in any form but i do think it, it is hella f- if you like to like really listen to shit if you sit down and listen to that album there's a lot you'll pick up on like little sounds and all the voices Definitely. i put in there you know there's a lot of shit to pick up on, so that's dope. Which is kind of fun because like I could not listen to it for like hella long and then go back to it and be like, oh shit, I forgot about that little part I did. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, one more thing I wanted to talk about as far as how I made the shit is um, like the little I mean I guess it's kind of hard to explain, but like the little drops I did, like when like all you hear is the horns for like a hot second and like the filtering I did, like I basically did a live beat set for the whole album. Like I went through each beat and I recorded it live as I was fucking around with shit, like soloing the drums and doing drops and soloing that voice and shit like that. Yeah. So there's like a lot of it's just it's a very the beats all I you know I made all the beats and sat there for hours tweaking them, but like there is a very um there's an improv vibe mm-hmm. aspect to the, the beat tape, which I think is pretty cool. That's dope. Well, um, what do you see? Uh what do you see for the future of Baghead? I mean, I know you live in the moment and shit, but, like, what do you see for, like, future moments? You know what I mean? Like, do you yeah, no, do you I believe mean, do you believe in that? Like, yeah, seeing into the future? Me saying, like, putting that shit in my song wasn't mean, like, I only live in the moment. And I don't think about, like, obviously, I, obviously, you know me. Like, I think about the past all the fucking time. Right. I definitely think about what I want in the future, but, um... When do you think the past happened... In the past but it, it stays with us today does it to a certain extent yeah do you think, think it so. stays with you or do you think you or do you think we hold on to it i think that's the balance too i think sometimes you hold on to it way too tough mm-hmm. um but you know like 
if you saw some many shit when you were seven, it might affect you when you're older, you know what I mean? Or if you had a great fucking time when you were eight and you're 27, you think back to that time, you're like, ah, yeah, that was good. That makes you happy then, you know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think the past has a the possibility of being held on to but also let go mm-hmm. at the same time. And I think somewhere in between is the, I don't know, one of the ways to do it that I kind of aim for. Definitely. Um, but you're asking about what, what do I see for myself in the future? Yeah. Um, I want to keep performing. Like, I have, like, me doing beat sets is kind of a new thing. Um, Will you rap live at a show ever <laughs> in life? I kind of want to say yes, but I don't know. I definitely rap in my room, and I got a song where I got a couple verses here and there. Really? On old Soul Collective shit. Yeah. What do your hand gestures look like when you rap? Um, it's not a very good radio question. <laughs> yeah, like this, bro. Uh, describe we, your hand gestures. Like my, well, my index finger is at a 45 degree angle compared to the surface of the earth. And I don't know. <laughs> I just milly rocked the whole time, bro. The mic is really just never next to my mouth in that in that situation. So. Mic is really next to your mouth? The mic is not next to my mouth because oh. I'm, I'm, I'm milly rocking. So. Right, 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 right. So, right. <laughs> um. Should I continue on this future question? Yeah. Want to keep performing? I mean, like, you know, I'm super wrapped up in OSK happily, so I want OSK to become bigger. Right. You know, just keep building this movement that we're a part of and then building ourselves within that movement. And I think, for me personally, is like being intentional about what I want out of music. Um, and I kind of want it to be a place where people can, like, have hella fun, meet hella people. Um... And then on the more serious side is like kind of meet people who are in their, I mean, organized at the end of the day. It's like, I want people to be able to like use music as a place to communicate ideas of resistance and ideas of struggle. And then from there, maybe do do work that's not so connected to music. But music is always that place where that community comes to kick it and to learn and to get ideas out. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to put it, like, really plainly, it's like, I want us to throw fat fucking shows in the Bay, and then that'll be a fundraiser to build this plot of land into fucking a garden and a, an affordable, like, really affordable housing yeah. in that part. And then there's a show at that, and then we, that, at that garden, we, th- we have a venue, and then that venue is where we throw hella shows, and then That's a good idea. people from Chicago start fucking with us, and we do the same thing with, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. shit like that. That's a good idea. We should yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, you got any more records? Oh shit. I got the flip side of this one. Yeah, let's hear that. Take a quick smoke break. What's this record? It's a band called The Friends of Distinction and there's an album called Grazen. Dope.
And we're back on Old Soul Radio. Hey. Our special guest tonight has been Baghead. Baghead, thanks for coming, man. You'll be back here next week, right? I think we're going to have the watershed come in. Hey, that's what's up. We got a lot going on here at Old Soul Collective. The watershed, too, you know what I mean? Definitely. It's May 8th, our album. Um, Yeah, man. Old Soul Radio, we've been doing this for a while, man. It's definitely grown into its own kind of thing. It's like different than what it was when it started which I think is pretty dope um Baghead do you uh do you have anything like you want to say before we you know have closing comments from, from the peanut gallery I hope over you're there? listening to that last song because <laughs> I played some fire bro cops and records today um, they were good records uh got a beat tape out 33 top of the hill 33 top of the hill where can they find that shit at? Oh, yeah. VirginityMob.com Baghead on Apple Music. Look up Baghead on Spotify. I might pop up. And you just click on the 33 top of the Hey! Um, check out my Instagram, y'all. B-A-G-G-H-E-A-D One. The number one. <laughs> <laughs> link in my bio it's my band camp you can listen to it on there it's on soundcloud if you really come want knock, yeah, come knock on his front door you can hit me up bro hit me up y'all for a tape you set hit the dm hit the, slide hit the my dm um, or send a pigeon to my house there's 70 dollars a piece right 75 cassettes minus 65 <laughs> 75 minus 65 So Roland, what do you think about uh, his beat tape? Have you heard it? Yeah, it's not very good <laughs> Alright, solid Roland answer Solid Roland um, answer, definitely I heard it and I immediately messaged him He he has the records to prove yeah. it He said your beat tape is whack or something <laughs> I said, thank you man, appreciate nah, you It's a good tape, it's good Thanks bro so, Saif, anything you want to say to the people? Uh, fucking Baghead is dope as fuck, and I like rapping over his shit, so you should listen to the shit that I don't rap on sometimes. <laughs> Word. That was humble. True. Um, <laughs> can you come up to a mic and just say anything you want? Any Anything I want? Yeah. The pressure's on. It better be good. Um... Damn, we'll check out my album. It's coming out soon. What's it called? Lucifer Rises. It's a Satanist album, actually. No. Um, Satanist album with Christian undertones. <laughs> Not mild. Um, no, no, I'm just I'm happy to be here. You know, happy to be here with the homies, with some, uh, some dear friends of mine. And yeah. You have, you have any deer friends? Like actual deer friends? <laughs> I, mean, I do live in the woods. So <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a couple. Right. What would you say the biggest difference between like staying up at the river and being in San Francisco is? Um, biggest difference? Probably this, like the pace of life. The difference in meaning of the word deer. 
Uh, that's that is a big one. That is that is yeah. up there. Dear friends, no, it's just it's completely different things. It's uh, right. it's pretty it's pretty slow up there. I feel like the city life is a little more fast paced, a little more. You're slow. <laughs> no, they're pretty fast actually. They haul. You know have you Dear banged in both here? You, have you banged <laughs> in both rural and industrial cities? Yes. What do you think is like better? <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. It, it just it depends on the depends on the person, but it, it, like a bed is great. Uh, right. Like a tarp on the ground, not so great. <laughs> Don't have a bed up there. Well, no, I mean like a real bed. Do you ever use deer deer fur? No. Roland, what's your <laughs> Roland? What's your favorite people under the stairs song? People under the deers. I'm just gonna keep on as a deer thing. The one I want to say I've always only had saved on my iPod as like track number something because I got it off like one of those old websites. That, yeah. And so I don't know the name of it. So I mean, I got to say San Francisco Nights. Nice. Classic. It is a classic. I that song last night. I saw a clip of that. Yeah. So how tall are you, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> I really had a shit to talk about. <laughs> no, I mean these are things I'm interested in. Uh, six foot seven. Wow. Damn. So do you feel like you see everything differently? I, I guess I'm higher up. Yeah. Right. Can you dunk? Yeah, I dunk a tennis ball. I've done it a long time. You should do it more. If I could dunk, I would do it. If I was you your dunk right. a basketball, but slightly flat. <laughs> I should be able to do better, but I haven't played basketball since fucking middle school, so. Yeah. It's a pretty long time. Yeah, that is. Cool. Apparently, so right now we're listening to El Chicano single, and apparently they're from the mission. That's crazy, because we're in the mission right now at Mutiny Radio. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Mutiny Radio. But I'm not sure, so. What do you think of Mutiny Radio, Roland? <laughs> right now, there's about like I'd say like 40k, a good 40k. Usually Solid. we have Plus 8 million, like 30 to 40k. <laughs> Plus or minus. It could be 80k though. Could be 80k. Could yeah, be. Or no. It is early now, so you know. Yeah, I think some people just listen to Mutiny Radio too. Yeah, shouts to those people. There's yeah. a lot of someone who's just like doing the most random <laughs> yeah, shit. Right yeah, now, like these guys are fucking high as fuck. Yeah, what do you think the weirdest thing someone listening to this is doing right now? Like painting some like. Uh, I feel like it get <laughs> like a lot like, weirder than that. I think they're like jerking off, burning incense, maybe. <laughs> Pretty normal. It seems like pretty standard people jerk Sunday off. night activity. Someone could be like. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know about Simon. They could be doing like car wheels in their bedroom. Shout out to anyone, you know, doing some crazy there could shit. Be some, there, could, there could be some deers here in this. Deer doesn't need an S at the end. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that how it is? Yeah. Grammatically, you just say this deer. Deer, bro. Uh, yeah. Deer eye. <laughs> deer eye. <laughs> uh, deer eye. Just being a dick. 
Like, is there speakers you can bring 